Kenny, the Sports Guy podcast. Hello, and welcome back to Kenny, the Sports Guy's podcast. I'm your host, Kenny Severo, and today is another edition of Sports Ball Talk. Joining the show is Nikki Geis, one of the hosts, one of the hosts of the popular Dirty Three podcast. If you haven't heard about Dirty Three, I suggest you listen to it as they talk about NFL, NBA, and MLB, and it's available on all streaming platforms. Perhaps my favorite part about Nikki. She hates on the Dallas Cowboys. Major brownie points right there. Please welcome to the show, Nikki Geis. Thank you for being on the show today. Thank you, Kenny. I really appreciate it. I know we've been trying to do this for a minute, so yeah, finally a long found time. a time that, that works. And thank you for having me. I just want you to know that I am a big fan of yours. I really enjoy the content that you produce. As a fellow content creator, I know it's not always easy, and I know in the sports world, always things going on and you got to try and stay on top of it so I think that you do a really really good job I really appreciate the kind words and I'm the same way with you I'm a big fan of your TikTok page your uh, uh, podcast and your Instagram page I think your content is incredible as well thank you I appreciate that okay so the first question I have for you today is when did your love for sports get started I was little um I want to say it was probably like maybe five, six, seven years old, somewhere in there. We just watched football with my dad. And, you know, Sundays were spent just watching the game. And I remember as I was getting older and I would ask him questions and he would kind of, you know, walk me through the game. And a lot of times it was like, well, Nick, if you would just stop talking and listen and watch, <laughs> you could learn. So um, a lot of it, I do have to thank my dad for. Um, back in the 90s, I was a huge Bulls fan. I had my Bulls starter jacket, like the rest of us. Oh, um, classic looks, the classic yeah, looks. Yeah, we would just sit, watch the Bulls games, of course. Um, you know, I always joke, you know, little girls when they're growing up, they have like maybe posters of like movie stars and, you know, Teen Beat was popular at the time and heartthrobs. Well, I had a picture of the Olympic dream team, right? I had posters of like Michael Jordan all over my room. So I think the writing was on the wall pretty early. But yeah, I do have to thank my dad for it. He really... You know, when I think back of my childhood, it's just us watching games. And even still now, you know, we live about an hour apart, but, you know, on Sundays we're texting back and forth. So it's really, I have to thank, you know, good old dad for that one. Same thing with my dad. My dad uh, got me to sports at a young age. I'm a huge Yankee fan, by the way. Sadly, a Jets fan and sadly a Knicks fan. But, hey, I still at least I still got the Yankees. You know, they've been winning uh, consistently for the last 20 plus years. So. Yeah, at least you have that. It is, yeah. it is I feel you on the Knicks. I am a long-suffering Knicks fan. I should have never, you know, I should have just stuck with the Bulls, actually. I don't know what the hell happened, but, no, I feel you. It's it's Sometimes it's tough being a New York fan. Yeah, so it's tough being a Knicks fan. It's tough being a Jets fan. I don't know why I became a Jets fan. I used to be, like, a Rams fan, but oh. for some reason I switched over to the Jets because it was a New York team. Right. But I regretted that decision, actually. <laughs> So I heard that you used to be a cheerleader coach. How did that came about? Yeah, um, I coached cheerleading for, gosh, many, many, many years. Um, unfortunately, not the past two years due to COVID. There was so much going on with whether there would be games and, is, you know, just kind of rules as this person be vaccinated, what the coaches have to go through. So it was a little bit messy and a lot going on. So I, I, I did step away from it since COVID, unfortunately, but yeah, I got into cheerleading and dance at a very young age. I started dancing when I was three years old, um, took that all the way through high school and then, you know, into college. 
um, didn't cheer in college, but I did coach all-star cheerleading. I did coach uh, middle school. I did coach Pop Warner. I taught dance for a very, very long time. Um, so it is something that is near and dear to my heart. And, you know, I do brand development with Jersey Sporting News, and they have been so gracious with me to allow me to take on covering cheerleading and dance because it really, you know, women's sports only gets 4% of media coverage as it is. So forget yeah. the cheerleading and the dance aspect of it. And so many people think that cheerleading is not a sport. Now, I will say, if you're looking at an NFL team, they are not cheerleaders. They are entertainers. They are more of a dancer, right? I'm talking mm -hmm. about the stunting, the tumbling, um, the competitive aspect that I've done for so long. Um, and it, it very much is a sport. So I am very thankful to have a platform that will allow me to showcase that because, you know, I, well, everyone wants to say, oh, it's not a sport. Okay, you come do one of these warm ups and you do all this tumbling and jumping and you tell me that you don't need athletic ability and stamina to do that. So it is something that's very near and dear to my heart. And hopefully I can get back into coaching maybe next year when, when everything is a little more calm. You know, actually, I actually respect the cheerleaders because. It's a lot of work that goes into it yeah. because I see the first head because I used to work for the Jets in 2018 and I just, I used to watch the practices that was going on and there's a lot actually that goes into it. Like it's absolutely, absolutely amazing that the amount of um, things it takes to become a cheerleader. That's absolutely incredible. It's a lot. The audition process is a lot. Um, <laughs> you know, uh, Many, many, many years ago, my friends were like, oh, let's all go try out for the Eagles. Now, if anyone knows me, you know, I am a diehard Giants fan and I really had this internal struggle. I was like, well, do I do this for my career or do I like have allegiance to my team? And Kenny, I got to tell you, I was like, I can't freaking do it. Like I cannot go audition to be an Eagles cheerleader. So that's how strong my allegiance to the damn Giants are. And they've done nothing for me in return. Okay? So, um, but I thank you for that because it is a lot. Listen, you have to, the stamina to dance and do a three minute routine and right. The audience isn't supposed to know you're tired, right? Mm -hmm. We're there to entertain you. Um, the amount of choreography you have to learn technique, musicality, and there's so much that goes into it conditioning. So yeah, it's, it's an overlooked sport, but hopefully we could bring more exposure to it. It definitely will happen someday, but you know, for now it's good. I feel like it's going to keep growing and growing until it reaches that point. Yeah. So I have to ask about the uh, Dallas Cowboys. Oh, Everybody hates the Cowboys, including myself. I like to watch them fail. Uh, yeah. Last season was actually laughable because the way they lost against the 49ers in the, in the divisional round, which was absolutely hilarious. Yeah. How, how did your hate of the Cowboys got started? Well, so my family, I am the oldest uh, of four, but my sister and her kids and her husband are Eagles fans. And my brother is a diehard Cowboys fan, who, by the way, just decided he was going to be a Cowboys fan, you know, in Troy Aikman's heyday. All right. So like that was just, you know, we're just going to be a Cowboys fan for the hell of it. Um, so it first started with like sibling rivalry really is why I hate these two teams. Uh, but the Cowboys fan base, I mean, they are just... <laughs> They are so obnoxious. Yes, they, they are. are. Yes, they are. They are delusional. You know, we joke on third and three all the time. Like we're in July in about two weeks, everyone's going to say they're going to win the Super Bowl. And it's just, we're going to go on and on and on. And it's like, you know, they have great regular season. They do have talent on their teams, 
but they just can't. I mean, what have you done? Like, <laughs> I, mean, I just don't understand. It's all this fanfare for what? Like, really, what have you done? And, you know, I just get tired of it. And it's really the fans that just, they make it so hard to deal with them. You can't reason with them. You can't be rational. And anytime something goes wrong, that's, you know, on the Cowboys end, it's, oh, it's the ref's fault. Oh, it's everybody's fault, but the actual <laughs> team or Mike McCarthy. So, you know, they make it, they just make it difficult to even talk to them. I just, I can't stand them. I really can't. And why are they America's team? <laughs> So they haven't won a championship in over 25 years. Yeah. They haven't been in the NFC title game since 1995. So why why are they celebrating like they're the greatest team on earth? Like they're so I, I can't stand Cowboys fans because Cowboys fans are absolutely the worst. Yeah. Like last season where they they were bolstering, oh, we, this is our year. We're gonna win the Super Bowl. Dak oh. is back. Zeke's Zeke is gonna go back to his old ways. That never happened. <laughs> no, no, it didn't happen. You know what happened? And, it, you know, it was funny. I'm on, uh, we do a segment on third and three called um, Ragging Rights and Crow Bites. And we'll do that in season. It's usually like whatever you got right that week or, you know, whatever you got wrong. And everyone's like, well, Nikki, are you going to eat crow on the Cowboys? And I said, well, no, because they're going to get bounced in the first round. And sure enough, as you know, as you know, like they just got bounced in the first round like they normally do. So, you know, I don't know why everybody gets so hyped with them. It, you know, it's interesting working on my uh, quarterback rankings right now today, actually, is we're going to release it as a a podcast. Um, And I have to tell you, I have. I think I have 10 or 11 quarterbacks ahead of Dak Prescott. Now wow, I've seen really? him as high as ranked number five, which I think is ridiculous. I would have to say maybe hmm, five quarterbacks are ahead of uh, Dak Prescott right now. But like I said before, and I'll say it again, it's high-end talent that carries this team, not the coaching. Mm-hmm. Mike McCarthy is a joke of a head coach. I don't like it as head coach. <laughs> No, he doesn't know that he has timeouts or when to use them or, you know, it's just, uh, I'm with you. I think so many people can relate on this level of you can't stand the Cowboys and their fan base makes it even worse. So So you would have Dak, you would have Dak where? Like number seven or eight or nine? I would have to, I would have them between eight or nine because there is seven quarterbacks ahead of him. I feel he's better than him. Yeah. Okay. That's fair. I mean, yeah, I mean, he he isn't he isn't a scrub. It's just no. you know, it's just I feel like the offense holds him back. Like the running back situation has to be addressed this season because Zeke ha- has been, I don't know, I'm trying to be nice here, but he has been eating a lot lately. Like in yeah. terms of um, you know, not losing weight. Um <laughs> Yeah, just who's going to be the the gentleman wide receiver, C.D. Lamb? Like, I don't really trust C.D. Lamb. Yeah. The defense, they got hurt a lot because uh, Gregory left for free agency, thanks to the right. Cowboys, because they messed up on that. So, yeah, I mean, it just feels like the coaching is pretty bad as well because we saw it late in the, in the divisional round with the timeouts, Mike McCarthy choking, you know, during, like, decision-making and all that stuff. It's just... They're a mess in Dallas right now. <laughs> I agree. Yeah. And I love it. I love it too. So this is a, this is a podcast question. So how did 33 got started? 
Um, yeah, so it's funny. We, myself, Damien, and Jason are all, uh, you know, in a picks league, fantasy league together. And we've been in the league together for years. It's just, we're all spread out. So, you know, you never really like meet each other, but you talk here and there back and forth. So Jason had his own podcast at the time. And this is like the height of COVID, right? There was no sports. The NBA had shut down. So mm-hmm. like many podcasts, it was born out of COVID. And he had said, you know, Nick, are you interested in coming on? And I'm like, I don't know. What am I supposed to do? He's like, well, just come on and talk about the Giants. I'm like, well, I've never done a podcast. I don't know what you do. He said, just come on and talk. We're just going to have a conversation. So then he invites Damien on. And then the three of us started and people liked it. So we kept going and going. And I mean, we've grown tremendously over the past two years, but yeah, basically it was just kind of born out of the pandemic, no sports, nothing to do, nothing to talk about. Um, and here we are two years later. Nice. Nice. So where can people find 33 on the, on social media? Uh, yeah. So you can actually go to our website, which is 33podcast.com. And we do have like some exclusive deals for everybody that you can get through us, but you can find all our content or our articles. Um, I've been doing a series called keys to the division this week. I'll finally do the AFC. I wanted to get the NFC out of the way because it's not very exciting. Um, but the AFC is much more exciting. Um, so you can find all our content there. You guys can catch us Wednesdays live at seven o'clock on Facebook. Um, and then you can interact with us at the same time as the show's going on. But if you just want to get the audio, it's on all streaming platforms. So Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor Radio. Yeah, so I heard, I heard some of your podcasts earlier today and I thought it was absolutely amazing. You guys have, seem to have fun with it all the time. Yes, thank you. We, we do. They pick on me a lot, but that's okay. You know why they pick on me, Kenny, is because I win everything. So, you know, they're mad <laughs> and they're butthurt, and I get it, and that's fine. All right, let's get to the fun stuff. The NFL season is two months away, and there has been a seismic shift in the NFL with all the off-season moves and trades. My number one question for you, Nikki, is what do you think has been the biggest signing or trade that happened so far in the offseason? Well, I'll tell you the one I think is going to make the most impact is A.J. Brown going to the Eagles. I think that was a home run for them. Um, They absolutely needed it. And now if they can actually stick to their run game, um, I just think Jalen Hurts to A.J. Brown is going to be, (laughs) unfortunately for me, a combination that I'm not looking forward to seeing as a Giants fan. But as a fan of the sport um, and the need for that team, I I do think that they knocked it out of the park. They've had a great offseason. and, you know, look at the Ravens. They grabbed the best center in the draft. Like, of course they did. Um, and I will say, I thought the Jets had a really good draft mm-hmm. as well. I, I'm super hesitant to go, like, all in on them as my surprise team. I'm not sure if that's who I'm going to pick yet. But, you know, they're building the pieces around Zach Wilson. So, so we're kind of getting into this territory of, like, almost no excuses, right? Robert Sala, second year. No excuses. You know, no excuses. Yeah. <laughs> You guys had a great draft, a really good offseason. So I think those are the moves that, and those are the teams that I think, you know, they really hit a home run. So I'm actually going to have four teams. Okay. They're all in the same division, the AFC West. Oh. oh that that division is going to be a bloodbath. You're talking about Tyreek Hill leaving. He's going to the Dolphins. You got Devontae Adams going to the Raiders in the trade with the Packers. You got the Rams out. Oh, no, not the Rams, sorry. Um... The Chiefs being the Chiefs, and you got to the Broncos 
getting Russell Wilson, that's going to be so – that's going to be a bloodbath, honestly. And I think the, the biggest trade that happened is Russell Wilson because Denver desperately needed a quarterback. They haven't had a quarterback since John Elway, which is like maybe more than a decade ago. And I feel like Russell Wilson is going to fit right in. However, his age is going to be very, very, you know, detrimental to the team because he's 33. He's getting up there in age. Um, The defense is going to be just fine. It's just the offense is going to be led by Russell Wilson, but they need wide receivers as well. They have pretty good wide receiver core, but they can have more. Yeah. But the Broncos, I could see them make it far in the postseason, but. I mean, who knows? Let's see what happens with, uh, with the Broncos this season. I think they have the best offseason so far this year due to Russell Wilson and their quarterback situation. But we shall see. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. It's just all eyes on the AFC West. Okay, so let's get to each division. Let's start with the NFC and the East, your favorite division because your beloved Giants are in there. Yeah. Who do you have winning the NFC East? Um, right now, as of today, I'm going to go with the Eagles for that one. Oof. I will have to go with the Cowboys, actually. <laughs> I mean, despite, yeah, despite their uh, high-end, high like I said earlier, high-end talent will win them the division. Not the coaching, just high-end talent. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm with you there. Believe me, I wish I could say the Giants, but, you know. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry for mentioning the Cowboys, actually. <laughs> I just feel like they have a better team. Um. Their defense has suffered a lot because they have a lot of key losses. Um, I do love the Eagles uh, all season. They got A.J. Brown. They still have Jalen Hurts. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think Jalen Hurts is going to uh, – he's going to – what do you call it? He's going to do well this season. And the defense is actually pretty good. The running game is, is where they're going to step – they're going to excel at. Yeah. So, but I just have the Cowboys by an edge, though, because – They've been the rainy defending NFC champs for like many years now, and you can't really doubt them as well. Oh, I can doubt them. No question about that. I can doubt them. You know, I do think, but like you had mentioned earlier, they did lose a lot of key pieces. And I do think that that's going to play a significant role in what they can or cannot do. So I obviously think it'll come down to the Cowboys and the Eagles, but I just think the Eagles more so, I think the Cowboys are going to find a way to give give a game away that they need to win, and then that will open the door for the Eagles. Of course, of course. I mean, I, I don't trust Cow- the Cowboys, though. But <laughs> So the next question I have is, let's move on with the NFC North. Who you got winning the NFC North? Green Bay, of course. Of course, Green Bay. I agree. Aaron Rodgers is still going to kill it. Yeah. But the problem with Aaron Rodgers is who's, who's going to catch his balls? I don't think it matters. I mean, it does matter because uh, considering the fact that their wide receiver options are very limited because they just lost their best wide receiver in Devontae Adams. Devontae Adams, and I said this on my show, he was not the be-all, end-all for that team. I know people, like, can only remember, like, a couple years back, but, I mean, go back even further. He was not the be-all, end-all for that team, and Aaron Rodgers can take anybody. Like, okay, I mean, you just take these no-name guys, and he turns them into, he elevates their game, turns them into household names. So, yes. That that is a good point. That is a good point there. You know, he... Yes, we don't know who he's going to throw the ball to, but to a certain extent, it's Aaron friggin' Rodgers. I mean, if he threw the ball to me, I'd probably look great too. So, you know, we'll, 
We'll see. I'm, I do I'm hope sure you Minnesota. Fit right in there. <laughs> <laughs> I do hope Minnesota can um, do something. I feel like they're so talented, but so mediocre at the same time. They really annoy me. Two words: Kirk Cousins. Yeah. No, I know. Kirk Cousins holds that team back. Yes. And I said, I'm actually writing like an NFL previous prediction show. And I got Minnesota maybe finishing second, but they're going to finish with a losing record because I got the Packers winning it all. The yeah. Bears, ugh, I don't know what's going on with the Bears. I know they're in rebuilding mode right now. And the Lions, you can forget about it because the Lions have been re- rebuilding since 1925. <laughs> <laughs> Let me ask you, though. A lot of people are saying that the Lions are going to be like that surprise team this year. You agree? No. Yeah. There will be a surprise team within two years. Okay. I can roll with that. Yeah. That's fair. Years. I mean, I love their first round, the first overall pick. I think, what's his name? Um, uh, Atchison or something? Or I can't, I can't remember. I remember. Yeah. yeah. The first overall pick, like he's supposed to be a beast of a linebacker and yeah, I think he's gonna be like a force. He's gonna be. He might be the next JJ Watt. Okay. Yeah. Right, I, good for that. Yeah, for that. So let's move on to the NFC West. Who we got winning the West? Uh, the Rams. Of course. Yeah, we all in agreement here because the Rams are just the best team in the division, and they won the Super Bowl. So, but yeah. you got the Cardinals there as well. I have no idea what's happening with the Kyler Murray situation. Does he want to get traded? Does he not want to get traded? Are the Cardinals going to, you know, you know, just trade him or just pay with the big bucks? It's all, it's all ultimately up to them. So I'm, I don't know about Arizona. Maybe the Seahawks are clearly in rebuilding right now. But yeah. the 49ers could, as, could be a dark horse pick as well. No, I agree with you. I think it'll come down to the Rams and the 49ers. I just think the Rams are, you know, you got to look at quarterback. Are 49ers going to roll with Jimmy G or is Trey Lance going to get in there? Like what? Um, no, I don't know. <laughs> well, I guess we'll see. But right now, I mean, you just have to go with the Rams. They're the better team. Uh, Seattle, unfortunately, is what? Between Drew Locke and Geno Smith. Uh, mm-hmm. That's not a great place to be. Um, and Arizona just... I don't know. It's that like Cliff Kings. It's just that like, you know, we're going to do great for like six weeks and then we're going to, you know, fall off the radar for four and then we're going to do great for three. We're going to have a second half of the season collapse. It's, you know, they're not going to have DeAndre Hopkins for the first six weeks. Mm-hmm. We don't know what Hollywood Brown's going to be. I know they have AJ Green, but I mean, what has he done? So I don't even remember. So <laughs> uh, I'm, not, I'm not really sold on Arizona. So I would have to say Rams and 49ers will battle that out. Yeah, I would agree on that. So <clears throat> finally, we got the <clears throat> NFC uh, West. I mean, NFC South. Who you got winning the South? Um, I'm going to go with Tampa Bay because I do live by the rule of you never bet against Tom Brady. Yep. I've bet against Tom Brady only a couple times. And it has burned me pretty bad. So I've learned my lesson. Uh, I'm not going to do that again. Um, yeah, I mean, Carolina, I don't. I, like what are they doing there? I, I have no friggin' idea. <laughs> the Falcons are a hot mess. The Saints are in rebuild mode, but you know what? They're just always a good team. I know their new head coach is someone that's been with the organization forever. I know it's not Sean Payton and Drew Brees, um, but I do think they're. I don't think they're going to miss too many uh, steps there. But 
Brady just keeps going. Doesn't matter how old he is. He just keeps going. Uh, I, I just wish he would have stayed retired, honestly. <laughs> I'm I mean, telling you, I yeah, mean, he went that, home and he was like, man, these kids and Giselle. Yeah, oh, exactly. Man, like, That's uh, probably Giselle told him, hey, go back to work. Yeah, go back to work. Yeah, because you know what? When the husbands are home, you guys can be annoying. Like, oh, what package did you get? Like this, that. Mm-hmm. And it's like, no, go do, go do something. Get out of my hair, go do something. So I get it. She probably told him, go back. Oh, God. I mean, I just hope they don't win a championship. But I do got the Bucks winning the NFC South. I mean, the Saints, I don't know what to make of them. Carolina, they're a mess down there. But Atlanta also, but Atlanta is, like, rebuilding right now. They're trading Matt Ryan. Uh, they're also a mess down there. But clearly, the, the Buccaneers are the best team in the NFC South. I agree. Yeah. So let's head over to the AFC side, actually. Who you have winning the AFC East? Well, I guess I would I mean, have to go Buffalo, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, probably be a fool not to. Um, I feel like if Miami can get the – I like Miami's defense. I, I don't think that – I think they will give Buffalo a run for their money defensively. On offense, on paper, they should be good. There's just too many question marks around Tua. I think for everybody, right? I, I mean, yep. um, you know, New England – they haven't had a great off season. I'm not quite sure what's going on there. I do think Mac Jones will develop into a decent quarterback. I, I think he's, he's not bad so far. Um, and the Jets, I really, really, really want the Jets to like have a good season. I really want to see this team take a step forward. I really do because I'm tired of hearing the fans calling in on the radio and that like, all, like I just want them and this fan base to have a good season. <laughs> So I got the Bills winning the AFC East, obviously. But this is going to be my dark horse. And I got, like, roasted on Twitter because of this. But the Jets are going to win 11 games. Oh, They're going to win 11 games. 11 games. Yeah. They have a – there are some winnable games in that schedule. Like, they can easily beat them. So I got the Jets finishing second. I got the Patriots finishing third. And I got the Dolphins finishing last. Really? Yes, the Dolphins. I wow. just, I just think I mean, I know the offense is gonna excel there, except for the quarterback Tyreek Hill is still gonna get his money. He's still gonna yeah. get his stats, but I'm not trusting Tua at all. No. So I'm not trusting them at all. I think the Dolphins finish last. I think they finish a game under 500, but wow. I just don't trust the Dolphins at all. Interesting. Yeah. So you, what did they say to you on Twitter when you said that? People think I'm crazy. <laughs> uh, well, people thought I was crazy for in August predicting that the Bengals would surprise and go make it to the playoffs. So mm-hmm. listen, you can't listen to people on Twitter. Somebody called me old on Twitter. So, you know, it was just like, whatever. <laughs> oh, you're not old. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks. but. <laughs> so let's move on to the AFC North. Who you got in winning the AFC North? Oh, I, oh man, this is what, this is one of the tougher ones. This one in the West, I think I would have to go with the Ravens, but I do reserve the right to change that. But right now I think I'd have to go with the Ravens. You think about what they did when they weren't healthy and they didn't have Lamar Jackson for like five, six, but I can't even believe they went as far as they did. So I have to believe that with a healthy Ravens team, with a healthy Lamar Jackson, 
they're going to be significantly better. They still don't have a number one wide receiver. I don't know why they won't address this, but um, I would go Ravens right now. I guess, you know, Cleveland, we're not quite sure, right? What's going on? Deshaun Watt, now they're saying a year suspension. So I don't know. I do think Cincinnati, everyone's saying they're going to take a step back. I don't believe that. I think that Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase connection is only going to get stronger and they're going to be a pain in the ass for the Ravens. And Pittsburgh, you don't want to bet against Mike Tomlin, but I just don't see it this year. I got the Bengals winning the division. I think they're yeah, clearly okay. the, best, the best team in the in the division. And okay. you got to respect that they went to the, uh, they're the AOC champs. Yeah. I mean, Joe Burrow is going to be Joe Burrow. They finally fixed the offensive line, which is great. Yes. He was getting destroyed every game last year and it showed in the, in the Super Bowl. Yes. So I got the Bengals and I got the Ravens finishing second. The Steelers, they're up in the air because I got to see who the quarterback is. But their defense is going to be good. But yeah, I got all those teams like finishing uh, in their division. So the next question I have is who you got in the AFC South? Um, I'm going to go with the Colts on this one because you can just throw out two of those other teams. It doesn't even matter. Um, <laughs> I am not a Ryan Tannehill fan. I have said for a very long time that I think he holds that offense back. Just hand it off to Derrick Henry, right? Mm-hmm. And if you're not handing off to Derrick Henry, you know a short pass is coming. Mm-hmm. If I know that and you know that, I know for sure the opposing defense friggin' knows that, right? Yep. And, you know, you got to think he had A.J. Brown making him look amazing. I just get irritated with Ryan Tannehill. I know he didn't even come back player yeah, he a couple won, years yeah. ago. Mm-hmm. I get it. But I just think the Colts are in a much, much better position. I do like Matt Ryan. I think he gets a lot of flack. But, listen, it wasn't that long ago that he won league MVP. 2016 was not that long ago. So. I, I do like Matt Ryan at the Colts. I think they're in a better position, so I'm going to go with the Colts on that one. I will have to go with the Titans. Really? Yeah, I will have to go with the Titans. I think Derrick Henry is, is, might win MVP this year because I think he's going to carry that offense. I think Tanny Hill has one more year to prove himself. Mm-hmm. And I got the Colts finishing second. Oh, all right. I just don't trust Matt Ryan. <laughs> really? You <laughs> yeah. don't? Yeah. Why? 28 to 3. Well, I know. I mean, I get that, but he did get them there. Listen, and I can't hold last year against him because that team was a mess. So, uh, listen, I do think he's a good quarterback. I, you know what? If it came down to a clutch play, I'm going to take Matt Ryan over Ryan Tannehill. Yeah, that is true. And finally, we got the best division, in my opinion, in NFL, the AFC West. Who do you got? I don't know yet. I really don't know yet. I, I really, I don't know yet. I need more time on that one. So, man, this is actually very, very tough, but I can't bet on Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. I can't, I can't bet on them. No, I get that. I totally get that. I would probably, and I'll probably defer to the Chiefs, but I really could see it just being a complete toss, four-way toss-up. So I got the Chiefs, I got the Raiders, the Broncos, and the Chargers. But they're all the all the all gonna finish above 500. There's not gonna be no yeah. losing record. Yeah, no, there's gonna be no losing record. I uh, Justin Herbert is so freaking good. Yeah, he's like, so good. His arm is ridiculous. 
Mm. Yeah, you look at Russell Wilson. I do like Denver's defense. I think they have a great young defense. Don't want to bet against Pat Mahomes and Andy Reid, who's a fantastic coach. And Derek Carr is like sneaky good. And now you got, you know, uh, Devontae Adams over there. I mean, this is going to be so tough. So for the sake of giving you an answer, I will just defer to the Chiefs, but I I might change that. And I could see it go. Listen, I could see the Chargers like having a monster year. So. (laughs) And finally, the last question, who are your picks for the Super Bowl? Oh my gosh. I have not thought about the Super Bowl yet. I really have not. So I don't, I don't know yet. I have to still think about that. I already have my pick Packers over the Chiefs. Packers and the Chiefs. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Rematch is Super Bowl one. <laughs> I like that. Now I have taken Kansas City as my prediction, I think the past two years. So I probably will change it up, but um, you know, I got to think about that a little bit longer. Well, that's all the questions I have today. I want to thank you guys for the time. You can find this episode on CandidateSportsGuy.com and my YouTube channel, Spotify, Amazon Music, Google Podcasts, and Apple Podcasts. In addition, head on over to my social media pages on Twitter at Kenny underscore sports, Instagram at CandidateSportsGuy1, and TikTok at CandidateSportsPodcast. Until the next episode, see ya, and I hope you stay safe and healthy. the Sports Guy Podcast.